greetings and namaskar welcome to the podcast stories of an era gone by i am dr shubho chatterjee and this podcast stories of an era gone by with dr shubho chatterjee brings to you stories and snippets from the past today's story is that of a popular sweetmeat or mishti or mithai known by different names like rasgulla and rasbari and originally called as roshogulla so this episode narrates the story of roshogulla and how it came into existence in an era not so distant on the eastern shores of india in a land of sweet spun dreams where the winds and the billows infused the senses with an earthy fragrance of freshness and sweets lived a humble confectioner nobin chandradas our story begins with the birth of nobin chandradas nobin chandradas was born in a prosperous family of sugar merchants in the year 1845 in bag bazar which used to be the center of trade and commerce in calcutta during those days his family was a prominent and well known family of bag bazar however just 3 months after his birth nobin's father passed away nobin grew up in his ancestral home despite staying in a well to do joint family young nobin and his mother had to undergo a lot of hardship the death of his father had plunged them into poverty and ushered in lots of difficulties for them poverty compelled nobin to discontinue his education from a young age he had developed an uncanny interest and knack in cooking much to the dislike of his paternal relatives who held him in disdain his keen interest coupled with his artistic sense creativity and imagination helped him hone his culinary skill and explore beyond convention that was the period of renaissance in bengal revolutionary changes were happening all around socio political awakening manifested itself in the form of aggressively novel approaches and innovations in literature music art philosophy religion and various fields of intellectual inquiry the air in bengal smelled of innovation and awakening imaginative and explorative as he was nobin chandra also started harboring a dream of inventing something new something so delectable and so different that it would give a new dimension to the art of sweet making propelled by this dream and driven by poverty the young lad of around 18 years took up a job in a sweet shop his exploratory attitude and his propensity to experiment didn't go down well with his employer and invited humiliation and trouble for him soon he fell out with his employer and had to leave his job this setback at the outset of his career was followed by another failed attempt to start a sweetmeat shop of his own in partnership with one of his acquaintances inexperience lack of business acumen and incompatibility with his partner led to the failure of this venture driven by his creative passion and spurred by his dream to invent something new nobin chandra had a compelling reason to start all over again he gathered all his resources and rented a shop in the area in bag bazar from where he initiated his career as a confectioner the odds were all against him nobin was low on financial resources 
because of the social norms present in those days a confectioner or a chef was not held in high esteem the social class to which nobin actually belonged looked down upon the profession of a confectioner his family and acquaintances disdainfully called him moira which roughly translates to halwai in hindi and confectioner in english despite all the odds nobin was determined to succeed in this new venture he embarked on a journey to make a delectable syrupy round soft and succulent sweetmeat using cottage cheese thus began his hunt for the soft sweet spongy dumpling that would melt in the mouth titillating the taste buds leaving a memorable aftertaste and a craving for one more nobin's new workplace became his laboratory and he started experimenting rigorously with cheese balls and sugar syrup till that period indian sweetmeats were mainly made of either lentils or condensed milk referred to as the khoa cottage cheese or cheese in any form was not present as a regular part of indian cuisine as milk was offered to the gods curdling of milk to make cheese was considered sacrilegious on the other hand the portuguese and the dutch were adept at making cheese thus the concept of using cheese as food had gradually started gaining some acceptance and popularity after the portuguese came to india indians are said to have learned the art of making cheese from these europeans however the cheese made by indians by curdling milk with the extracts or juice of a citrus fruit usually lemon had a coarse texture and was granular with no binding capacity nobin chandradas decided to make use of this cottage cheese to make the new round shaped mishti or sweet meat which would be pearly white in appearance cottage cheese is referred to as chana in bangla and chena in hindi the name has been derived from the sanskrit word chinn which means torn apart the use of chena would render the desired softness and white appearance to the sweet meat that nobin aspired to make with the envisaged goal of a new invention nobin set out to achieve his dreams day in and day out he would conduct experiments using various concoctions mixtures and processes day after day week after week and month after month he continued with his trials tirelessly and relentlessly but every time he would put the cheese balls into the boiling sugar syrup the cheese balls would either disintegrate and scatter or would get charred no amount of improvisation would be able to prevent the balls of cottage cheese from disintegrating no matter how hard he tried the solution always evaded him it was during this period of repeated trials and failures nobin stumbled upon the portuguese and dutch process of cheese making nobin came across some european inhabitants of the city and got to know from them that the europeans make cheese by curdling milk with lactic acid obtained from whey the cheese produced using this process had a very smooth texture was very fine and had a high binding capacity unlike that made by the indian confectioners and households Nobin had found an answer to all his queries and riddles the conundrum that kept him awake for ages finally seemed to have been solved with hopes anticipations 
and apprehensions, Nobin rushed back to his workshop, armed with the newly acquired knowledge and using the process that he had just learned. The young confectioner again prepared the chena and rolled them into white round balls. With a sparkle in his eyes, hopes in his heart, and prayers on his lips, he rolled the white round lumps into the sugary syrup. And lo and behold, for the first time in all these years, the cheese balls did not disintegrate or crumble or char in the boiling sugary syrup. The cheese balls seemed to kiss the sugar-laden syrup and the sugar in turn welcomed the balls with a loving embrace. Filled with sweetness, the chena balls swelled up, becoming whiter and succulent. The Roshogulla was born. From being the subject of mockery and ridicule, the half-educated youth with lofty dreams had become an inventor. This underprivileged, underestimated and underrated young boy became the Columbus of Roshogulla. The year was 1868. Advertisements and media promotions had not yet become the order of the day. So hardly anybody was aware of the new palatable delicacy. People frequented those shops which had been in existence for quite some time and were known for the traditional sweets that they produced. Nobin's shop used to wear a deserted look. One day it so happened that a very wealthy Marwari businessman of that era, Rai Bahadur Bhagwan Das Bagla, was passing by when his little boy felt very thirsty. The Marwari millionaire stopped the Lando, the horse-drawn carriage in which they were travelling. The Lando came to a halt near Nobin's shop and said Bhagwan Das asked for a glass of water for his son. As was customary during those days, water had to be offered with an accompaniment. So, Nobin thus offered a Roshogulla to the child along with a glass of water. The child was delighted with the exotic taste of the sweet. He had never tasted anything like this before. And on his insistence, Bhagwan Das Bagla also tasted this new sweet and was left spellbound with its flavour. He immediately asked Nobin Chandro to pack all the Roshogullas that he had in his shop for his friends and family. Soon word spread like wildfire and people began to throng Nobin's shop for the taste of this new delicacy. The fame of Roshogulla spread from Bengal to Rajasthan and to other parts of the country and even abroad. Many of Nobin's well-wishers asked Nobin to get his Roshogulla patented, but the young selfless boy had other plans. He wanted everybody to taste and enjoy this new sweet. So he started training the other confectioners and whoever would approach him in the art of making a good Roshogulla. And in this way, the flavours of Roshogulla spread from a nondescript shop in Bagbazar to the entire country and beyond. Years later, Nobin's son, Krishnachandradash, better known as Kesi Das, invented another popular sweet, the Roshomalai, popularly known as the Rasmalai. There is another strongly held belief about the story of Roshogulla. According to this belief, the Roshogulla, pronounced as Rosogola in Uriya, has its origin in the temple town of Puri in Odisha. It originated in Puri around 900 years ago in the 12th century. The Jagannath temple was opened to the devotees in the year 1161. 
Since around that period, this sweet has been offered to Goddess Lakshmi there. Legend has it that Goddess Lakshmi got upset with Lord Jagannath as he left for a nine-day sojourn, the Rath Yatra, without informing her. So, when he returned to the temple after nine days, the goddess blocked the entrance of the temple and would not allow Lord Jagannath to enter into the temple premises. To appease Ma Lakshmi, Lord Jagannath offered her a sweetmeat called Kheer Mohan, which gradually evolved to become the Rasogolla, also referred to as the Pahala Rasogolla. Story goes that a village named Pahala, situated on the outskirts of Bhuvaneshwar, had a huge number of cows. The volume of milk produced by the village was much more than what could be consumed. Every day, the excess amount of milk would go waste and would be thrown away. When a priest from the Jagannath temple learnt about it, he approached the villagers and taught them the process of curdling the milk to make cheese. He also taught them the art of making rasogulla. The villagers of Pahala used to make rasogulla using jaggery syrup. This jaggery syrup lent a brownish or a reddish color to the rasogulla. Thus was born the Pahala rasogulla, also known as the Odisha rasogulla. A few years ago, when both Bengal and Odisha laid claim to the origin of rasogulla, the registrar of the GI office of the government of India granted the GI tag of Bangla Roshogulla to West Bengal in the year 2017. This is the Roshogulla that is more popular across the country. Pearly white in appearance, spongy and succulent. Subsequently, in the year 2019, the GI tag of Odisha Roshogulla was granted to Odisha. This is the Pahala Roshogulla brownish in appearance, softer and creamier. Thus it became evident that the tiff between the two neighbouring states was not a conflict between a right and a wrong. It was a conflict between two rights. The good thing is that both the loving neighbours emerged victorious in this conflict. And for the lovers and connoisseurs of Roshogulla, they will continue to be enticed and enthralled by the ambrosial taste of the sweetmeat irrespective of its origin or the slight variations in its flavour, texture and colour. Shakespeare rightly said, What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other word would smell as sweet. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I am your host, Dr. Shubho Chatterjee. And this podcast, Stories of an Era Gone By with Dr. Shubho Chatterjee, brings to you stories and snippets from the past. I'll be happy if you be with me in this journey of exploring our past. So please do subscribe to this podcast and stay tuned for the upcoming episodes of the podcast Stories of an Era Gone By with Dr. Shubho Chatterjee. Thank you for listening.